0: It's a podcast. It's a music class. It's a pod class. It's rocks and dirt. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Harper. I'm here with my good friends and fellow Tuxedo Cats, Todd Rindley. Hey, everybody. Steve Graham. Hello. And it's a special night because uh, we're not only helping with a music class, it's almost like a school of rock, Steve. School of rock. We're molding young minds, but we're also doing our podcast tonight. So we're hoping that you enjoy what we do tonight. It's going to be a bit of an impromptu, a little bit of an ad lib. We're going to be taking a look at some uh, songwriters and some of the top songwriters of all time. Todd, that's tonight's rocks and dirt. Oh,
1: my
2: goodness. That was vicious.
1: It's off and gone. Oh.
0: Welcome once again to Rocks and Dirt. It's a multimedia event tonight, Todd, because we're not only doing the podcast, we're also helping with the music class. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Tell us how this originated. Where the idea uh, started? Well, my friend Mrs. Duggar,
3: she teaches a junior high class. I think it's a choir class, but they're talking about songwriters. Anything I can do, you let me know. So uh, they said, "Well, that's great. Just uh, any any kind of experience in the music." industry. Yeah. They want to know more about it. So I'm
0: pretty excited about that. Steve, it, it, we're talking about s- songwriters and you and I well we've all uh, taken a look at some songwriters top 100 or a top 50 of all time and there's some general themes that we'll we'll take note of. A lot of them have to do with classic rock, which is kind of our forte.
2: Yeah, like uh the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Who, Eric Clapton, uh, a lot of those Songwriters or artists; those are our favorite songs. So those are they happen to be great songwriters because the songs have stood the test of time. And I'm talking about the the rock era, the classic rock era, which I would say, the 60s, 70s, and 80s is most of the stuff that we play. Covers
0: a lot. It covers a lot of ground.
2: Yeah, so, yeah it, it spans does a lot of a lot of great country
0: writers too, like oh, yeah. Willie Nelson. Yeah,
3: and uh, uh, Dean Dillon. Uh, I watched a Dean uh, some sort of a biography on him. Uh, here while back, and that guy's pretty amazing. You you know probably every song he ever re- uh, wrote. They're so good, and uh, other th- guys that need to be mentioned. I got them written down here. Um, Paul Simon, one of my favorites. Brian Wilson, they say, is a genius. You know, he reinvented the way that things were recorded. Pet Sounds, The Beach Boys. He's amazing. Pet Sounds. Yeah, and and James Taylor. That's all I wrote down. I went through the list
0: and I go, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. But you have the list, is that right? I've got a good portion of the list, and I know Steve has written down some notes as well. But when you look at the top 100, uh, you you know, we look at these Rolling Stone magazine top. We had guitar players, we've had artists of all time, et cetera, and and there's always speculation. Uh, they're subjective as to everybody's kind of got a different list. I yeah. was a bit surprised to see George Harrison so high, or so actually so, so long, low, I yeah. guess, on the list at I number sixty-nine, or was it sixty-five? I can't read my writing. Regardless, uh, George Harrison pretty low on the list. We thought maybe we'd take a look at some of these artists, play a little clip from uh, some of those that we play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what what George
3: Harrison song do we do? We do something.
2: Is it's that a, George? A, it's, wow, it's, my
0: guitar ship we do Yeah, they're These both are, Beatles songs, yes. but they're uh, written by George. Let's do something. We'll start uh, off a little more mellow. One, two. Something
4: in the way she moves Attracts me like
0: Here's one we do on the tuxedo counts.
3: Very nice. Did we mention we were going to play the songs I don't think we ever said that.
0: Yeah, well, here we go. It's on. So we're watching watch snippets. You know, yeah, that'll give you a little demonstration of, of some of the songs uh, from some of these top songwriters of all time. Uh, also, Todd, a little disappointing to see that Willie Nelson wasn't higher on the list, but he, he was number 60, a little higher. Oh, Willie Nelson is oh. somebody that you were born and raised on and kind of cut your teeth on, didn't you? He's like the greatest songwriter that ever lived. How did he make number how does that? how is that possible? Who made this list? Probably
2: Rolling Stone. <laughs> and yeah, and Willie covers all kinds of other genres besides country. I mean, he has elements of blues and jazz. Absolutely, he's got everything. Everything.
3: Grew up what, loving what's your favorite? Guitar? What's What's your favorite? I like. Uh, no, I'll find out your favorite first. What do you
2: like first?
0: I like "Angel Flying Too High, to, Too Low to the Ground." Steve, which one do you like?
2: Oh, there's so many. I like when he does. He does covers of. He was one of the first to make an, an album of standards in the '70s. Great American Songbook standards that were written in the you know in the thirties and forties, twenties, thirties and forties, uh, by Gershwin and the Stardust album. Oh yeah, so I got Blue that. Skies and All of Me and songs like that. He he's was got, one of the first to do. He's got one you can't find anymore called Over the Rainbow, where he pulls in a lot of jazz that was, standards. That and, was uh, like his
3: sequel yeah, to that. it's really a really good the same start. thing. All right, well here we go. We'll do uh, Angel Flying. Mm-hmm.
5: If you had not fallen. I might have found you,
3: an angel flying too close to the ground,
5: and I patched up your broken. Keep your spirits up And your fever down And I knew someday That you would fly away For love's the greatest healer To be found, so leave me if you need to. Right, still remember an angel flying too close to the ground.
0: I feel like we're kind of doing the countdown. We're like yeah. Casey Kasem's countdown, and I'm looking down the list a little bit farther as we're looking at songwriters of all time according to Rolling Stone magazine's top 100 of all time. Wait a minute, and are you going to go up the list or I'm down gonna, the list? I'm going. I'm heading towards number one. You're I'm, heading towards one. Yeah. So. I'm not gonna. I'm not so doing when every. we get to
3: number one, that can be really great or very disappointing. It may be, Yeah.
0: It may be. You may be crestfallen by the time we get to that point. But uh, of course, we're not gonna do every one. We're just highlighting some of them. the ones we like. Hey, the just name like. just name the ones that we don't like, and we get to one we can play. Well, um, well, you,
3: never mind. Do what you do, what you do.
0: Well, there, there's some that I've never even heard of, but a lot of artists oh, in here that you will right, have because heard because they're of. songwriters, not artists. Right, they're yes, songwriters. Sir. But one that you certainly have heard of is Johnny Cash. And we do a song by Johnny Cash, and Steve is featured on this one. You'll Let's do it. You'll probably recognize that. One.
2: Yeah, you number did? number
0: 43 on the list, so All you right. might have rated him higher. You might have rated him I higher. I didn't. That's this was it. his first hit, I think, in it the was? 50s, yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go.
2: Hear the train a-comin', it's rolling around the bear. I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. Not dragging on But the train keeps rolling on down the sad
0: Johnny Cash, number 43 on the list of the top 100 songwriters, and this is a songwriting class. It's also a podcast, and so we're doing a multimedia event, something different for us, uh, Tuxedo Cats Trio here on our Rocks and, Durst, Rocks and Dirt podcast. Looking up a little, uh, little bit farther up the list, number 40, John Fogerty of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh, we play a couple songs by Creedence. Uh, you can pick one of, of your choice of which one would be most pleasing to you. I'm trying to think of the one I know the words to. Born on the Bayou? Let's do, uh,
3: which one goes like this?
0: Poverty of uh, CCR, Green to Clearwater Revival. I took a little pause for just for effect there. <laughs> We're moving up the list now as we look at all the top songwriters of all time. And you think about songwriting and what it, it must take to do that. You got to have an imagination. You got to, it takes time. It takes creativity. And, and some of these songwriters are uh, maybe underrated that maybe their songs got bigger than they did. Yeah. And I just wanted to mention that these last couple of songs,
2: for instance, that we just played, they only have three or four chords in them. Uh, they come from the blues, basically back uh, Folsom prison blues follows a structure called the 12 bar blues. Yeah. And uh, so you can write a great song with just three, maybe four chords, a lot of great country and blues songs and rock and roll songs only have three chords. Yeah, a lot of songwriters don't know, but right, you know, yeah. three or four chords. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. it, it, it really of course, doesn't. doesn't there, there's, you can, there's a lot of other chords and other songs too, but, mm. but a lot of these, I was just, these last two examples yeah. are just
0: three or four chords. Uh, comes from the blues. It's a bit yeah. of a science and an art at some level. Are, yeah. Now, there, uh, a very famous song, uh, you may not know the, the, the songwriter, many will, but this, I, this is one of these examples where I think the song uh, went farther than the actual artist and the song is Brown Eyed Girl. And Van, Mor- Van Morrison uh, was number 22 on the list of the top 100 songwriters of all time. Love and it. this is probably one, if not his biggest.
3: Let's do it. Let's start together. Ready? One, two, one, two, three,
5: four. Hey, where did we go? On days when the rains came down in a Skipping and a jumping In the misty morning, falling with you Our hearts are jumping and you Brown-eyed girl
0: That was Steve's big moment right
3: there. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. (laughs) Stilled your moment from you.
0: We're obviously going to play the whole song. We're playing edited versions just to give you a taste of it. And you probably recognize a lot of these these songs. Uh, As we move up the list, you're going to recognize some names, but they're not necessarily songs that we're going to play tonight. Like Prince was uh, number 18. Uh, the Tuxedo Cat's four-piece plays uh, Purple Rain. So mm-hmm. that, you know, that's one of his biggest ones. Uh, Neil Young from Crosby, Sales, Nash & Young. Uh, Neil Young has quite a few songs in his repertoire. But I got up to number 14, and I found Bruce, Bruce Springsteen's oh, on there. At my number my <laughs> 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 personal That's a personal it. favorite of mine. We won't go to the evil uh, middle eight. We'll just just do that first verse. All right. And and Bruce always starts like this The boss. He's not the (laughs) boss.
4: The glory
0: Hank Williams was number thirteen. I don't know if you want to try anything Hank or you want to
2: jumble. Oh. oh yeah, give me. We a
0: do minute. a Cajun version. A, Hank a, Williams Senior. Yeah, Jumbalai. and that's who they're talking yeah. about. It's Hank Williams Senior. I think it's under a phrase. lot influenced by him. A lot of his great songs had three chords. They call it three
2: chords and the truth. Is that right? It's a popular saying in country music. Three chords and the truth. Country music is based on three chords and the truth. And a few oh, lies. <laughs>
5: Well, goodbye, Joe, me gotta go, me on my mile. I may gotta pull on the creek or down the My Ebon, the sweetest one, me on.
3: A G right. G. That makes occasion right there. Yeah.
0: Awesome. A lot of fun on rocks and dirt tonight with our multimedia broadcast podcast. I'm having fun. Yeah, Music class. Class, pay attention now. Did you bring enough gum for everybody? Okay, let's put that aside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we move up the top 100 songwriters of all time, uh, the uh, Hank Williams was number 13. Uh, let's skip up to number eight. Todd, here's a here's one that I know you enjoy. Uh, it's Paul Simon, number eight all time oh of the songwriters on the Rolling Stone magazine. We're moving up to number one tonight. I'm going to try to remember the words. But I was about as trash can ending as I could do right there. A Latin flavored on that one. Yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, Samba, I don't know. Yeah, now Paul Simon did that. Uh, and then he also did it when he reunited with, with Art Garfunkel. You might recognize Simon and Simon Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel, that was the duo in
2: the 60s. He wrote yeah. a lot of the great songs I'm
0: just glad too. you didn't say... F- Never. And Simon, Paul Simon was the songwriter of the duo. Uh, uh, Mick and Keith were number six. They combined them together. Mick Jagger... Keith Richard, they did. A, they those a songwriting team, That's and they strange. made them both number six. So pick the Glimmer Twins and the Rolling Stones. close to the top now, Steve. Who went you think is number 4? Who uh, John Lennon. Uh, John Lennon he is knows. very near the top. Uh, someone who influenced he's John, John Lennon, 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 Paul McCartney, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, yeah, you said that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be at the top of most lists, I think, or very near the top. Chuck Berry, number 4. Songwriter. He's one who in the 50s really kind of set things. Up you got to sing it. rock and roll. <laughs> Look at there. That was fun. Yeah, it was it just playing some clips on Rocks and Dirts tonight of songs from the top 100 songwriters of all time. And now we're getting to where you, you, you think you're, you're going to know who it's going to be next or, or come close. Uh, you mentioned John Lennon before. Uh, yeah, number three on the all time. I was off time. by one. Close. <laughs> on number the top, three? Yeah, number three on the top 100 songwriters Good. of all time. John Lennon. Uh, you can pick... Um, your Beatles tune of choice that we that John Lennon sings come together is one of them, as is uh, Revolution. Uh, what is another one that we that we do that might be a John song? I mean, those are the two that come to my mind. Come together in Revolution. We do a lot
2: of Paul songs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it right. Oh,
0: Revolution, uh, I guess. Yeah, Revolution. What about okay, the? What about yeah. the uh, That's Paul. That's Paul. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's do
5: this
0: one. It's, a, it's a really dirty. Uh, I won't play at all if you don't want me to. I won't play at all. <laughs> That's George. That's George. Yeah. Da da As you might have guessed, his uh, songwriting partner, who made history, uh, to put it mildly, Paul McCartney came in at number two of the all-time of top 100 songwriters on Rolling Stone magazine. As yeah. we're talking about songwriting tonight, okay, Paul McCartney, quite prolific, you might say. Yes, uh, he's still writing songs to this day. But of course, he's best known for his Beatles work in the '60s and Wings work in the '70s. So, uh, my
3: arrangement is gone to that
0: song.
2: Uh, jet, what key do we start that in? We do it in uh, It's an A, but it starts with a B starts, starts with a B It starts, on the, it starts, two, starts on, the two, on the two On the two chord for everybody <laughs> yeah. I don't need the
3: words on this, right? Right, All right. Here we go <laughs>
2: Bad notes and chords.
0: That's the shortest version of that song. And that heard. was a
2: Wings song, Paul McCartney and Wings from his Band on the Run album. But he wrote it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not the Beatles. It's, it's the '70s when he was with his own band, Wings. The Band Good on the song. Run album from 1973. Yes, yeah, very big
0: song. Yeah. All right. So, uh, welcome once again to uh, Rocks and Dirt. If you're just joining us, where have you been? Uh, you've been joining us in a, a bit of a rehearsal slash class slash podcast, a very impromptu time where we've looked at the top 100, and certainly we've only skimmed the surface. we tried to highlight some of the top 100 songwriters of all time, and, you know, and focused on the ones that, we, that we're familiar with musically, yeah. uh, the songs that we can play. Absolutely. Yeah. here we are at number one. Uh, and when it comes to songwriting, uh, this guy said, uh, here's what he said. He said, a song is like a dream you try to make come true. I think. It's Bob Dylan. <laughs> Excuse me. Very influential, that Bob Dylan. Yeah, he's wrote uh, thousands of
2: songs, and he's still going strong. He's just like Paul. He's still performing and writing songs, but not albums. He just put one out recently.
0: And again, his uh, most uh, famous work is from the 60s and 70s. But he's you know he's continued to write for other artists who who arguably could could sing better. But he's the guy who wrote. Blowing in the wind and like a rolling stone and forever young and uh, heaven. Ready, day, women. (laughs) Yeah. Try to sing it pretty. You want to sing it? I'll try.
5: take this badge off of me. and I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark to see. And it feels like I'm knocking on Knock knock, knocking knocking on heavens door knock knock knocking on heavens door knock knock knocking on heaven's door knock knock knocking on heavens
0: Yeah, Bob Dylan number one songwriter of all time Rolling Stone magazine and then I think you're you got another list did he, did he wind up on the top of that list as well
3: actually I just I uh, yes he did yeah. he did I just went and googled some stuff and it just showed pictures of great songwriters and he was top and then it was uh, John mm-hmm. and then Paul yeah Same John here. Lennon Paul McCartney and uh, George was at 33
0: yeah
3: But, you know, George didn't write that many. I was a little little disappointed, but George's tunes were my favorite. He
2: He blossomed on their last couple of albums. Right. right? And And then he had album, and then Abbey Road had something, and Here Comes the Sun, too.
3: And and I I already mentioned uh, the other honorable mentions that were in there. But, uh,
5: yeah. A lot of
0: teams, a lot of songwriting teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Becker and Fagan from Steely, Steely Dan—they Dan. they finished number seventy-one. On Elton their John list. and Bernie Taupin. Aww. Yeah, that's right. They were, were number John forty-eight. Hits. If you're scoring at home, Elton wrote the music, or that's the music. They still it, and uh, Bernie Taupin the lyrics. That's how they've done it for over fifty years. Yeah. now. a lot of hits. Uh, Tom Petty is number fifty-nine. Billy Joel number fifty. Uh, you you can. Google it, Rolling Stone top 100 songwriters of all time. And you see some of the- You can make your
2: own list, dude. Literally. We do. Yeah, we
0: definitely do. Uh, And you'll see what what kind of work goes into songwriting uh, when it comes to how prolific some of these guys were. So many songs uh, you forget unless you start looking at these lists.
3: Hey, everybody, this week's podcast is brought to you by Crazy Cajun Kitchen and Market. Go out there and meet Tim. He is from southern Louisiana, and he knows all about Cajun cooking. He can tell you the difference between Cajun and Creole, and there is a difference. This stuff is authentic, and it is good. It's the best Cajun restaurant in East Texas. I am certain. I know that I love it. It feels like home to me and the Tuxedo Cats. We love it at this place. It is located at 8374 Paluxy Drive in Tyler, Texas. And the phone number is 903-787-7520. We love this place and you will too. Please go check out the Crazy Cajun. The Tuxedo Cats play there often and we will be back there on October 1st and we can hardly wait. We hope to see you there. Join us at Crazy Cajun Kitchen and Market. And now we're going to go to sports.
0: Now on to sports. On to sports. Welcome back to Rocks and Dirt. Mike and Todd and Steve, our weekly podcast where we highlight uh, classic rock and uh, touch a little on sports. And we, we, we we want to remember our... Our regional teams, the ones that that we that we follow, a lot of people uh, follow the Rangers, who are not doing well, Steve. No, I believe they have the worst record in the, the major leagues. They uh, the they're league? not the worst. I was okay. just checking okay. that. Out. That's I, good. I, I think they were the worst. <laughs> they don't have to wear that collar this time, at least at this point. Uh, they are 17 and 30, and probably the third worst, uh, which is not saying much. But. Uh, we love our Rangers uh, all the same. They've yeah. they've provided us a lot of memories over the years. We have uh, great hopes for them in the future. Maybe, just maybe not this year. Well, especially um, disappointing. This year was was supposed to be the big year with a new stadium and and some pitching changes and things take place. And the lineup looked good on day one. And of course, day one wasn't far from day sixty-two. The last <laughs> you know the last game of the or was it sixty or sixty-two games are playing. Anyway, it's a very shortened season, and there's only a few weeks left. Um, but, uh, we, we do keep track of that for you, and, and we'll let you know if, if there's any light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. Now the stars, on the other hand, are different stories.
2: Steve. The Dallas Stars, uh, Dallas's hockey team, is in the. Uh, they're playing the Vegas Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. It's the first time they've been in the Western Con- Conference Finals since 2008. And uh, wow, yeah, and they haven't won a Stanley. They've only won one Stanley Cup, and that was uh, in 1999. And they went back to the finals the next year in 2000 and lost to the New Jersey Devils. So this is exciting. It's they're right now they're ahead three three games to three one. Three games to one. And there's as they're, of this they're playing right now as of this recording the the Vegas Golden Knights and I believe the uh, I just got checked that the Golden Knights are ahead by one to nothing. But so if Dallas wins tonight, they go to their their third uh, Stanley Cup final in well, the first since one since they've been in Dallas
0: And the first one in twelve years is that right? Well, no. The first it'll be the first Stanley Cup they've been to in twenty years since oh, okay. two thousand. My goodness. Well, that's that's ex- that's exciting. And I uh, I I couldn't tell you uh, one Dallas star. That's why I lean to you, Steve. Uh, I don't know if I know any of the current ones either. I'm just
2: now getting back into it. I knew the ones from ninety nine and two thousand when I was really into hockey and really watching them a lot. Mike Madonna and Brett Hull and Darian Hatcher.
0: I like to jump in when teams Eddie are doing well. Eddie Belfour. Eddie the Eagle, the goalie back y- then. You might call me a bandwagon guy. I like to yeah. jump in when they're going to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, are, can you tell, them, tell us if they're favored? Do you know, like, if they make it to the finals, are they over underdogs or will they be favored?
2: I'm not sure because the in the Eastern, the Eastern finals, the Eastern Conference t- uh, to go to the, St- the Stanley Cup finals, it's uh, the New York Islanders and the uh, – Tampa Bay Lightning. There Come it is. Tampa Bay I Lightning. I was in there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think New York Islanders, they haven't been since the – they won about three in a row back in the late 70s, I think. But, uh, All right,
0: well, Steve's going to keep us updated on, on that, and it's exciting to see a Dallas team potentially uh, win, a, win a championship. It's, pop- it's very doesn't, possible. It doesn't happen uh, very often for any city unless you're New York or uh, Los Angeles. I, guess that. So, I
3: wonder what it costs yeah. to go to those games.
0: I don't know, I
2: haven't been in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in a I long time two thousand but I bet the playoffs are. Went, a lot. this was the last year when they were in reunion
0: arena before they moved into American Airlines Center. I haven't been to any games, but I did go to a boxing match one time and a hockey match. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I had to do it. Didn't oh. It was right on the edge of my face. And I had uh, we're to do it. gonna
3: get that one in every week, and yeah. as long as the stars are in the news, I guarantee you. Yeah.
0: Now, now, Todd, you had talked earlier about uh, you know we want to make make sure we mention our regional teams and how they're doing. But you also mentioned some obscure sports. Uh, were, was there anything that you had on your heart tonight that you wanted?
3: Not to tonight. Hear? Uh, we yeah. went kind of long tonight, but I want to get into some other things that are you know sports technically yeah, and interesting and people don't know anything about them so it's yeah. like we're sitting here kind of in our uh what would you say in our comfort zone our bubble yeah and uh i want to get out of that a little bit and start talking about things like uh frisbee competition yeah. and
0: <laughs> drag right. racing and yeah, ping
3: pong championships ping yeah, pong championships absolutely <laughs> man let's get into some fun stuff
0: all right we're gonna get obscure we're gonna get weird and future podcasts with rocks and dirt uh, it's been fun tonight talking about the songwriters. That's been a different twist for us. We got a chance to play a little bit and uh, work w- and talk with some uh, tomorrow's musicians, uh, some of our youth, uh, and talk about the songwriters and what it takes to be a, a songwriter. Uh, hopefully, they'll be inspired to take their talent to the next level. Yes, sir. For all of us at Rocks and Dirt, fun, yeah. uh, I think I think we're going to wrap it up here. Unless there's any final thoughts, guys? Good. Thank you very much for, be- for joining us each week here on Rocks and Dirt. For Steve and Todd, I'm Mike. Coming to see you, Los. Good night.
5: stone you just like they said they would they stone you when you're trying to go home they'll stone you when you're there all alone